Hey, it's time for VoiceOver Body Shop, and we are at VO North, where we have an actual audience. Everybody applaud. And we, and we want to have your questions. So if you got questions, get them in your mind, and then raise your hand when we tell you to, and we will get to those questions. That's but, right, we will. Yeah, all right. Are we ready here? It's time for VoiceOver Body Shop, right now. VoiceOver Body Shop is brought to you by VoiceOverEssentials.com, the home of Harlan Hogan's signature products. Source Elements, the folks who bring you Source Connect, JMC Demos, when quality matters. VOHeroes.com, become a hero to your clients with award-winning voiceover training. VoiceActorWebsites.com, where your voice actor website shouldn't be a pain in the butt. VoiceOver Extra, your daily resource for voiceover success. And by World Voices, the industry association of freelance voice talent. And now, here's your hosts, Dan and George. My hair. Oh, I look great, George. Oh, my hair is fantastic. Oh, all look right. Hey. <laughs> I'm Dan Leonard. And I'm George Woodham. And this is VoiceOver. Body Shop. Or VO. B.S. All right. Well, we are here at VO North at the fabulous Pantages Hotel in Toronto, Ontario. Yeah. I'm sorry, Toronto, Ontario. Yeah. Got to get that right. Toronto. Yeah. Is that close or is that going too far the other way? Toronto? Toronto. Oh, we got it right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of from around here, so I'm I'm pretty familiar. Trying to regionalize my pronunciation. So uh, we've got a lot of people have been asking us questions out in the hallway. So we figured, yeah, we why sure not? Have. Why not just have everybody ask us questions on the show, it's and then fun that we way. can do tech talk, tech talk, tech talk, tech talk, tech talk, tech talk, tech talk. All right, that's what we want to hear. So, you know, we're here, you know, to help you with your home voiceover studio, which is more than just trying to figure out how to use those rubber bands on your shock mount and get it remounted, which oh can, be, <laughs> can be a real problem. Do you think Neumann will ever upgrade from hair, hair elastics to something better? Uh, I don't know. I'm calling you out, Neumann. <laughs> we, we, we can hope. But uh, we've been having a great time here so far. Uh, seeing some people we haven't seen in eons and meeting some new people. And the pandemic has not been good on social relationships. I mean, we all know what we look like perfectly on zoom yeah and stuff but uh it's uh it's kind of tough to uh reassimilate re- yeah i mean it's you know <laughs> there, there's significant hug debt yeah <laughs> there's also the awkward moment of like are you are you actually still are you okay with hugging now or are you still yeah. off the hugging thing that also is a little bit of a weird you yeah. know weird awkward moment yeah but we're here in toronto and toronto's a it, it's I've been following the, the the Toronto scene for a long time since I'm originally from Buffalo, and mm-hmm. the, uh, the Toronto's like their neighbor just we, up across. I the just lake. yell and they can hear us here, but yeah. um, but the, the Toronto market's interesting. A lot of people were this was a, a big production hub, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people were used to just oh I go into the studio where you know yeah. where, where CBC is or CTV or whatever whatever the other networks and, and recording studios that were here some big yeah. uh, post production studios. And um, 
it's it's interesting to note that when we started doing it online and people started having home studios it seemed that canada was a little bit behind the rest of us mm-hmm. until of course they started watching our show so well, uh, that helped help them catch up maybe it did i mean we're not trying to take all the credit but i'm hoping it helped I, 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 a lot of other countries get on board with australia too australia was not i mean because i do the show now with some australians and they're saying how home studios were definitely not a thing and not taken seriously at all right uh, so they were even farther behind really yeah but uh, now that we've been you know there's been vo north and people have been joining world voices and going to all mm-hmm. the other conferences they mm-hmm. perhaps caught up with home studios at least they have home studios now yeah. whether they know how to operate their home studio is another question and that's why we're here we're here to make sure that people understand how and it's very important to make sure that you have professionals help you, which is what George and I That's do. What we try to do. It's 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 our it's our you know one of our main things. Yeah. Now, I'm a full time voice actor. George is a full time engineer. And uh, but you can work with us. You can actually call us or find us on the internet and work with us personally. And let's see if I can figure out how to do this. Unless you know how to do it. Let's see here. Uh, where, where, where is the, 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 um, we don't have our TD or yeah, we, we don't we, have our producer. Yeah. We don't have, we don't producer. have Sue. So we, we, we've been leaning on Sue's, Sue's capable hands and shoulders for a long time to run a lot of little maybe, maybe elements of the show. Maybe it's banners. Yeah. I think so, it is. Banners. So for, they want to work with you. Where do they go? They go to, there it is. Nicely done. Thank George you. the dot tech. Uh, that's my home on the web for tech support. And there's a lot of information on there, blog posts, links to all the social media I'm on, that, all the information. But if you just want to get down to it, just book a 30-minute support session over there and get right to the meat of the matter. We'll get a lot done uh, very, very rapidly in a 30-minute session. So that's where I recommend most of you get started with me. And Dan provides services himself over at... HomeVoiceOverStudio.com. There it is. There it is. And, uh, you know, so it's really important that you work with a professional and uh, to get the sound because every voice is different. Every room is different. And it's important to make sure a professional hears it and determines that it sounds the way it's supposed to sound. And you've got whistle. Whistle. What it's supposed to sound like. Yeah, that's very that's a big we 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 really encourage people to. At the very least, get a sound check or get right. a specimen collection cup sample over to Dan yep. to just make sure that, you know, we can con- help confirm that the audio you're sending out sounds like it's supposed to sound like. That's really important for a lot of you maybe who are getting started and don't already have mentorship or a network. But a lot of the folks here, and I'm looking at you in the audience, are here because, <laughs> and a lot of you have that, which is fantastic. The best thing to do is share your audio with your trusted um, colleagues in voiceover that do it every day as well. And they'll give you a very fresh ear of your audio if you can't get a hold of me or Dan. That's right. So what we figured we'd do is we would have people ask questions. Because there are a lot of people saying, you know, I have questions for you, but they're out there drinking coffee or whatever it is that goes on sure, in the sure. mall there. Sure, sure. Which is where all the fun is at most conferences, by the way. Um, but, uh, oh, I've got to take that down. There we go. All right. Yeah. Uh, I go back to... Here. Yeah, we have the doors shut because it's loud, but now the doors are shut, so no one else is going to come in. So That's it's a, right. It's a double-edged sword. It, yeah, it's a problem, but, uh, <laughs> but but we're working on it. Yeah. 
Uh, this is the problem with doing things remotely, which we've done many times. We just haven't done it for a long time. That's right. This I mean, is our first true remote in quite a long time. Yeah. I mean, we used to do it from a lot of different conferences, and we had it down. Of course, you would bring a suitcase full of all sorts of crap. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what. We're in Canada, right? All right. What does every Canadian seem to be complaining about since I've been here? Internet. Mm. Internet up here is not as plentiful and costly. And uh, we found that out pretty quickly, and we've been learning to adapt. Once we got on the right Wi-Fi network and got the right credentials for the right you know, access, things started to pop, and now we're really uh, able to be productive. But um, that's one of the things I hear. I hear having mobile data here and things like that can be quite costly compared yeah. to stateside. So we've just been rolling with it. Right. But we've still been having a good time. Absolutely. There's been some really good uh, sessions, and uh, yeah, well... That, that, that'll do it. So perhaps we should open the floor to questions. Well, then, yeah, that's what we're here for. That's right. I mean, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of tech news, but I mean, I would rather get right into it. And if we exhaust the source of your, knowledge, of your, of your energy and your questions, then maybe I can, we can pontificate more. But let's, let's really get right to oh, okay. questions. I, there's right. one already over there. So what we're going to do is we do actually have a camera over here. It's small. It's an iPhone. But if you're willing to appear on camera, um, let's have you pop over next to Kim, where Kim's purse is, and you'll be on frame. And that is, this is your microphone, because we only have two mic channels. Right. And let's see if we can point that in his general right. direction. That's okay. So, all right. Dan, you're going to have to share mics. Okay. What's your question? All right. Uh, Matt Silver, long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, Matt. Thanks for calling in. All right. Uh, so on the topic of Internet, I, was, I had a, a home networking question for you. And I was wondering if you have thoughts on Powerline Ethernet. Yeah. It, yeah it's, is it sufficient and is it equivalent to just running a long Ethernet cable through your house? I found that it's rarely equivalent uh, in speed. Um, and, it's, and, and many times, it's even slower than the Wi-Fi network. So it's often a pretty big compromise. It's, it's a trade-off because it's more stable than Wi-Fi, which it's so weird. Like, how could it be slower but still better? But it just it's because it's wired, it's still more consistent. It's not subjected to wirelessness, wireless noise, right? However, like, if you live in a – if you don't live in a – 70-story building in the middle of the city where there's, if you turn on your Wi-Fi and there's like an endless list of Wi-Fi networks, your Wi-Fi is going to suck, guaranteed. It's going to be an hell. And that's when you really got to make the extra effort to do these kinds of things, running cabling and using these adapters and stuff. If you're more in a rural area and there's only maybe two or three Wi-Fi networks, your Wi-Fi is probably going to be dead stable because it's not fighting tons of other Wi-Fi networks. So it kind of depends. Like, I wouldn't normally say use Wi-Fi only, but I've got plenty of clients that just still use Wi-Fi only, and it's stable enough, and it works perfectly fine. So, yeah, it does depend on where you are and how bad the Wi-Fi is in your area, you know? Yeah. Can I ask a follow-up? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, you may flash a follow-up. All right. And so if you're working on, say, just standard Source Connect standard type of session, are there minimums you're looking for in terms of up or down? Yeah, it's uh, you want to have basically somewhere in the ballpark of like two to three megabits up and down. 
which isn't that fast, right? It's but it's consistency, right? Although I've even seen it work on DSL, which usually only goes up to maybe 700 kilobits upload, something wow. like that, like really slow. But it's just rock solid. It's consistent. It's solid. So, you know, if you're using the lower quality settings on Source Connect, like 96K or lower, you can use even lower network bandwidth. Yeah, if you're going best. Yeah, best quality, you probably need at least a meg up and down. It still doesn't sound like much. It's not much. It's just that you want a guaranteed, absolutely non-wavering, never dropping, never interrupted, not start tromped on by the kids playing games or what. You know, you just want that solid connection. That's really more important than anything that... And that's why, again, Power Ethernet is probably your winner for absolute stability or just rolling out a big-ass cable. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you don't use it every single day, uh, just roll out the cable. That, that, and that is, if your wiring is up to code, because I know there's still places in Toronto with two-wire. Oh, I yeah. Watch, I watch well, what they're listed. Yeah, you see these things about Toronto real estate. So. Yeah, there's still places in the U.S. with, two, with uh, just no ground. Yeah, <laughs> That's a great question. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, back. Matt. All right. Thanks, Thank Matt. you. Kim has a question. I have two questions, actually. Um, so the first one is for me. Mm-hmm. So um, I just put a, a whole home generator in oh, my wow. yeah my country house, and we got we finally got high speed internet, and we got this. So um, we put a um, insulation underneath for reverberation in the outside. But what can I do to to sound? Is to sound not soundproof, but to make the minimi- to minimize to minimize of the um, generator when it's going to fire up my my country house. Oh, generator! Now, generators a that that's a tough nut because they make a lot of noise. Yeah, yeah and uh, my uh, my old landlord in Topanga in the canyon, he had twenty megawatt. Oh no, sorry, twenty kilowatts. That's what we got. Generator, right? Okay, yeah. And uh, he said, yeah, if it kicked on at night, they couldn't sleep. Because it was right outside their bedroom window, oh, and they and they got these blankets that are for industrial soundproof sound damping um, of machinery. They're they're kind of silvery looking, like a giant quilt, yeah. but it's kind of silver looking. And um, you know, he told me that he got these, and I'm like, eh, don't don't count on it making a big difference. But it did. He said that he made a basically a curtain, just a wall of these blankets between the generator and the house. And uh, it made it much, much better. He said he was able to, they were able to sleep and stuff. Damp it down to get it go, to go away completely, not going to happen. But hopefully you can get it quiet enough that you would be able to continue recording. Are you also in an ISO booth as well? Yeah, yeah. And, it, and the ISO booth is on another floor. And yeah. it's like this, the generator is at the back of the house. Yeah. The booth is at the front of the house. Yeah. So there's separation, but I just like... It's a hum, right? It's like a yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it sounds a little bit like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are, are you getting a lot of power outages, or is that why you have the backup generator? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, we're we're experimenting with possibly living in a re- living remotely, and I just wanted to make sure that I still have, I can still work. There. I would recommend getting a power wall. Yeah, What's and a power solar. Wall? Can you guys buy those up here? What's yeah. a power wall? Well, the main brand is Tesla. Tesla, yeah. It's a power, they call it a power wall. It's a, it's a wall-mounted power station that you charge yourself. So you, like you charge it, you can charge it on your own house power. And then instead of being on a noisy generator, you're running on batteries. Now, it may not run for weeks. It might even run only for a few days. 
but obviously it's silent. So you remember the old UPS battery backup? You, yeah, uninterrupted power supply. Those things you put under your desk to run your PC, those things, um, it's like that for your house. Yeah. yeah, it's called a power wall. Now, of course, there's other companies making them. Tesla just did the most marketing, but it's, it's the same concept. And uh, that may be way more practical than trying to completely soundproof that really loud generator. The money you might spend on trying to do all that, it, may, it might pay for a power, at least most of the power wall. So um, that's an alternate way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And solar power, <laughs> which yeah. works well in Southern California, maybe not so much in Montreal. No. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I mean, the solar power is great, but you still don't need it because you're, you're going to be charging off grid all the time. Yeah. And you're only going to click out, kick over to the power wall uh, and night. when you need it, yeah. you know, when, when the power goes dead. Yeah. So it's just for, yeah, it's an inter uninterrupted power supply battery backup for your whole house is what it is. Yeah. And yeah. what was the second question? The second question is actually for, um, for students that I coach um, who are new to the industry and when they are ready to start putting their studio together, like um, they don't necessarily have all of the money to be able to take care of sound chain and room at the same time. Which is more important to make the initial investment? I think, well, we, in our session today, it was like the environment is far more important. So you don't have to necessarily spend a lot of money on a, on a vocal booth or anything, mm -hmm. but you can certainly, uh, cre if you can find a quiet room, you can build a, a PVC booth with blankets. Uh, George has his tri-booth. And there's, there's a number of other, other ways you could do that. But you, the environment is, is most important because if you want to invest in technology, then you have to learn the technology. And, and that's an issue. And that can be a real problem because that's a whole other learning curve. You're too busy be trying to be a voice actor. And that's not what's happening. You're, you're busy trying to engineer everything and then go back and, and, and try and fix it. So I, I, I would think that finding a quiet place. Okay. Who oh, else? Who else Shelly has a question. I don't have much of a voice. Oh, Shelly, you, you've broken the rule of home voice. of coming to a conference. Use your indoor voice, <laughs> even if you're in a loud bar. You know. Anyway, yeah. So for my students as well, um, I want to you guys to kind of let them know how important um, setting your level is um, before you start recording. I think coming from you guys, can you give them a little bit of a um, history about why it's important to do that and yes. well dan's going to give his spiel and then i'm going to give the new version okay yeah. there's there's a new version well we'll see oh okay yeah <laughs> that's a nice way of saying i might have a different opinion right. okay i i have found that all software has a vu meter in it you know a re, you know, the recording meter you know audacity has it uh twisted wave has it uh, all of them have. I mean, all, anything all pro have, should yeah. have a, a view meter or, yeah. or little LED lights that go up and down. Right. That just doesn't work well with Reaper because Reaper's just one color. Oh, yeah. They don't have the color. They don't have multi. Oh. No, it's just green. Reaper. Yeah, I know. It, it has its advantages. It has its disadvantages. <laughs> Here's the rule for setting your levels. Always in the green. Always in the yellow depending on the software or the interface you have, like, like a Focusrite has a little halo around it, 
always in the green, always in the yellow, maybe going into orange, an occasional flash of red. That's proper level. If you're just green, you're kind of lean. Yeah. Also, I'll say, like, if you're in the yellow, you can kind of let it mellow. Um, so if you're in the yellow, let it mellow. If you're in the green, it's a little, if you're always in the green, it's a little lean, you know, so yeah. that's my little mnemonic. And if you're in the red, you're almost dead. That's right. Was, was that your, your spiel on that? that? Well, that's my version of the same spiel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I was going to expound on it a little bit, but I don't want to complicate the topic for your students. So don't repeat what I'm about to say necessarily. But the bottom line is we used to be, Dan and I very much were like, you need to be minus four, minus six to minus four peaks, right? That was really kind of what we were saying is really best practice, right? But now we're recording, almost everybody is recording in 24-bit mm. resolution. Now we have way, way more dynamic range to play with, which means now if we're recording on average a much lower level, if we are staying really mostly in the green, the signal doesn't suffer the way it used to. Now we can, we really can normalize or add gain in post and we won't, we won't compromise the quality of the audio. And this is especially really important for video game character voice recording because they are super dynamic and, and those producers will insist on 24 bit and they'll tell the, the actor record with, quite low levels, much lower than we would have normally said. They say peaks around minus 18 or something like that. Yeah. It's very low. Like right. if you look at the wave, you're going to be like, that's a pretty low level until right. you are in the middle of, you know, you have to do a, a death screen and now you're going to be way up here. So you want to be able to capture the whole, the whole dynamic range. So in other words, always in the green, always in the yellow with a flash into the orange or red, but just like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's um, important to stress, too, maybe that, you know, your levels, you have to change your levels depending on what you're doing. Don't just set it at one and leave it there because it's yeah. my yeah. placement is going to change, too, depending on you, the job. And so always check your levels, right? right. Well, yeah. you, the, the, you can, you can it, it can work with placement, but also what you can do with your interface is set two levels and mark them have two specific right. places. this is this is animation this is this is car spots this is conversation and right. and keep it that way and, 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 and think ahead before you do that yeah i mean it's hard to have a lot of different levels it's hard to always micromanage your levels that's what engineers do all day yeah. but if you do have like two distinctly different presets that either in your mind you know where they are or you physically mark them with a Grease pencil, china marker, what, uh, nail polish, whatever nail polish. it is, right, now, right, right. It, you'll, you'll be able to much more quickly just recreate that yeah. scene. And another thing is repeatability of your gain setting is also important. So if you just do it by meter and by ear, the problem is if you have to do a pickup later, you might be off a little bit, and then they won't match. two black marks on mine. Yeah. <laughs> right. So right. if you yeah. have a repeatable setting, Uncle Roy, hey. Hey, uh, come on in here. Have, have a seat. Yeah. And if, if you're um, sit next to Kim, um, if you have if you have that uh, distinctly marked setting where you know it's going to be next time, repeatability, how far away from the mic you are, the distance from the mic, the gain setting, all those things. If they're very consistent, your life is so much easier yeah, when you have to pick up something a week later, a month later, a year later. 
Um, yeah. It's so much better, you know. And that's I can tangent on this all day, but it's another reason why I don't like temp booths. Or well, I just set up the mic in my closet and then I put it away when my wife gets home. Yeah, no, you need a permanent um, like, setup. I'm like, it's, yeah, it's it, how are you going to be consistent yeah, and you per- if you're always having a setup, takedown, setup? So yeah. these are those things that where you cross over from being a beginner and just practicing to being a professional, where you've got a, a dedicated, consistent setup that gives you consistent and predictable results, and yeah. that's where it's really the Thanks, key. Guys. Yeah, Good yeah, yeah. So uh, that's talking about gain. Right. Should we talk about how much noise is acceptable? Yeah, well, there's there's a standard noise floor that we, we established with uh, our Wovo audio standards. That's which, true, yeah. Which was, we originally thought, eh, minus 55. But I think we were probably thinking noise gating. Anything that would, if we get your noise floor down to a level where if you need to correct for it, it's very transparent. Yeah, and the and, thing is about that number... Minus 55. What does that represent to you? Uh, What is minus 55? Minus 55 is where noise becomes perceptible versus imperceptible. Because generally that background noise is very low frequency, although sometimes it's, you know. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's 120 hertz or something like that. It's more at home, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But then we decided maybe move it down to minus 60. And I think minus 60 is enough that if you if you do any correction with noise and noise reduction or something like that, it's going to be a lot more transparent. How about are you measuring by peak or average or RMS when you're looking at that number? Uh, I'm like just in Twistaway. You're looking at the top one number or at the bottom number on Twistaway. I'm, I'm I just run it, look at the VU meter, and see where it is in a, in a dead spot. Oh, so you're looking at the peak meter, like yeah. how loud it gets? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've been going on RMS more lately. Um, as my measurement, mm-hmm. and I think it's because that's the ACX audiobook way of measuring it. They do RMS. Not to say that it's right, but there's so few standards in this world, and they've kind of, by momentum, sheer force, that said, we wanted to see it below minus 60 dB RMS. So I've kind of adapted using that as my way of, of measuring that. But the thing is about noise is noise isn't noise isn't noise. Some noise is shh. Some of it's, mm, some of it's, you know, rumbly sounds. I've seen some really <laughs> weird stuff. In the some of it's helicopters, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's, and that's the thing. So just because you might, your meters might say, mm, I don't know, uh, 40. And you're like, oh, you're, my, you're at minus 40. And you're going, oh, my gosh, this is not going to work. Oh, but did you know that that's all low frequency? And if you add a simple high-pass filter or low-cut. They mean the same thing. That can get you, you can minus drop 60 that number quick. very rapidly without actually ruining the, you know, the sound of your voice, right? So that's always the first place we'll look is a low-cut or high-pass filter. It could be on the mic. Like, this is a Rode NTG4. It actually has It has a, a high-pass filter? Oh, it's wow. probably on because right now we sound very, very, very high-passed. Let me see. Where's the buttons? Oh, here it is. Yeah, right now it's right now it's uh it's on. Now it's off. Yeah. Okay. So this mic has that built in. Some mics don't. Some audio interfaces have it. Many of them don't. So you may end up doing it in post or while you're editing. Yeah. But whatever it takes to get that rumble out of there is going to be really critical. Yeah, and that's generally where most of it is. And I find if you just run a high pass filter, 
That can get you under minus 60 in a hurry. Helps a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think men especially are a little worried, like, well, I don't want to lose the very low end of my voice. And I, and I, I understand that. We get a little bit in love with our, with our voices uh, sometimes. Um, we want that resonance. But at the end of the day, the producer who's mixing it, and Uncle Roy's sitting over there, he, he's worked on a lot of stuff. Um, you, do, you, do you pump up the bottom end of the voice and make it rumble, or do you roll it down more usually? A little of both. Depends, um, huh? Well, they send a sample, high-pass filter first, but then if it sounds like we could really use a little more body, I may boost it at 100 but filter it at 80. Yeah. I'm here, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, not, if the high-pass filter's like at 80, the men aren't going to really lose too, too much. Right. Some and, won't lose any, and some will lose a little bit more, right. depending on where But they... some of these mics lately, I don't know, these are like even some of the 416s, it's like, where's the bottom? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I pump up a little at 100. Yeah. And everybody's different. I call it like chest resonance. Yeah. Or I, I just fullness. add a little bit. Yeah. I say fullness, yeah. Yeah. Same, same basic yeah, idea. Yeah, same thing. I just call it my voice. <laughs> well, you're, you're blessed. You just have a very well distributed voice Maybe in terms of frequency. I'm, I'm a baritone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Anybody what else like, have a question? Yeah, what are, what, Kim has another question. Yeah, Kim's in the right seat. Another question. Okay, so I have. It so it's not right in frame. Sorry, Kim. We did, I did, the mic is directly in the frame of field of view. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Professional job production. So my question is about um, my um, my focus right, which mm-hmm. I've had forever, and I have uh, I want to I, I want to do an upgrade, but I don't want to have something with too many bells and whistles. And the reason that I want to do an upgrade is because um, it goes when I'm when I'm when I get a request to increase the input, it goes it, it's like there's like it goes increase increase increase. There's uh. no like. You know, there's no. It just kind of jumps. Which one? Did, which one do you have right now? A t- you, uh, two, two i four. Two i four. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And then what mic is it? It's a, a TLM one hundred three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't understand why the uh, interface companies don't give us more gain. We're running it at three o'clock. Right? Yeah. And it's just yeah, once barely, your gain gets up past three or four on your little dial. Yeah. Then it goes crazy. It it, it, it kind of ramps up rapidly at the very top. Yeah. The audience do that a lot. Yeah, the they, they were designed that they, way. Yeah, they, they said that was on purpose. I don't know why. It's some quality thing. But, yeah, it's just it made it really difficult to get that sweet spot of the gain, you know? Yeah. It, it, speak it, up. Speak up, Ken. You know? Okay, I <laughs> That's will. how you do it. <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be nice if they, uh, if they would. That's the thing, guys. 99.9% of this gear isn't designed for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's designed for music, music production and... We're always having to adapt this stuff to make it work for our use Drums case. are louder than your voice. Right. And, Drums, and singing, guitars, yeah. trumpets, yeah. Yeah. saxophones, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So yeah. it's, yeah, no, it's, 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 a, it's frustrating. Um, so you're looking at things with more gain. Um, the, my, the next one I've been recommending for someone that has a 2i2, a 2i4, is the SSL2, made by SSL. It's, to me, the next... It, where do you go next? What's the next step? The next increment without adding more complexity, That's without having us like this thing. I have a revelator right here. It's great, but it's it's all software driven, so it's a lot more it's a lot more complicated, right? So the T, the SSL two is nice because they just put the money into the important stuff, 
a better preamp, a better headphone amp, better hardware. I think it's built kind of it's built really nicely. All the knobs are on the very top and very easy to see. It's just very clear to easy to operate, right? I mean, it it looks kind of like a really simple like a really really simple it's mixer like, like this, knob, big knobs. But only four or five knobs on it. It doesn't have a This probably has 40 knobs this little thing right here. You don't need that. So it's it has the basics but with better overall quality. Um, and that's the thing there's not much else out there in that ballpark in that in terms of giving you more quality but not trying to sell you millions of features Apollo um, that yeah. you don't need, yeah. you know, which is what you're going to see a lot. A lot of gear is about more features. So yeah. Yeah. What else do you like? I love the I love the Apollo and I hate the Apollo all at the same time. Mm-hmm. If you're not technical, it's uh, it's a hell of a right brain left brain battle to operate it sometimes. Once you get it set up, it's perfect. Yeah, it has to be set up. That's I've set up hundreds of them. I've set up hundreds of them. And I know how to do it, but people buy them all the time because they get recommended by another voice actor, and then they don't know what they're doing. They get it just barely working, and then they never really take advantage of. So many features it has. That's what we call you, George. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's that's what he's for. I'm yeah. still not going to recommend it most of the time unless there's a very particular need for yeah. it. Now, there's the new Sentrance uh, stuff, like the Mixer Face and the Mic yeah. Pro, 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 Pro 2, which has a lot. They built extra gain into it. Oh, yeah. you actually yeah, have one on hand. Limiter right? in there, and it also has a limiter, right which is I bought right one, there. but I shouldn't have. Yeah, it's that's a, that's a nice nice little feature. Well, we're using this yeah. right now to do the show. Yeah, yeah, the mixer face, and it's this uh, is the portcaster. So this is like the the next the next mixer face. Yeah, it also has an inbuilt an inbuilt recording feature. So sorry guys, I no, sorry. We're, we're mic cable length yeah. challenge. Um, this has a built-in recorder as well, so it acts as a nice backup recorder for whatever you're doing. So if you're doing really long directed sessions, two hour long phone patches and you never re- you never save and you never ever want to lose anything having something internally backup recording really as a backup nice. is pretty sweet um and this has the sound quality i would say of, of the ssl combined with that recorder and then combined obviously with the portability yeah that's a pretty not, nice one it's not cheap it's not cheap it's in a five to five to six hundred dollar range right the, the like Port Pro 2 or whatever they call it. That one's like three, $350. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's just a single and mic channel. Yeah. This is called a Portcaster. This was like, this was their answer to people that do a lot of podcasting and live streaming. So it's got a few extra bells and whistles you may not need, but it does have a limiter, which is really nice to have. It's got a high-pass filter. It's got um, the built-in recorder I told you about. It runs entirely on batteries, so it'll work with iPhones and iPads. Um, and it's got pristine sound quality. I mean, you're not going to really hear the quality here today because we have too much noise in the room, but the quality is stellar, the sound yeah. quality, the preamps, is, and it has a lot of gain. And on <laughs> that note, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, is the time already? It's that time already. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right. Uh, so we'll be right back with more questions. So if you got questions, come on up, and uh, we'll be happy to answer them here on VoiceOver Body Shop. Do not go away. This is Bill Ratner, and you're enjoying Voice Over Body Shop with Dan Leonard and George Whittem. V-O-B-S. It's time for me to lean in and do a Source Connect spot. Source Connect, which is made by Source Elements. And actually, while we're here at VO North, they're actually a sponsor of VO North as well. And I got to meet 
um, I'm going to say is, I'm gonna, I think it's Russ. Russ Gilliard. Is it Russ? Yes. Yeah. Thank you for remembering his name. Um, I got to meet Russ from Source Elements and super knowledgeable uh, gentleman who's from Toronto. He, he's been a recording engineer here forever. And um, obviously a, a really great addition to the team, you know, over there providing tech support and setup, setup assistance, things like that. But Source Connect is the tool that is predominantly being used now for, I would call, the best paying work in voiceover. <laughs> Most of them, right? I mean, if it's on Source Connect, you already know the budget's at a certain bar, right? Because that means they're hiring a proper recording engineer to record the session. There's going to be somebody directing. It's going to be run like commercial recording session should be run. Right. You know? and, and most agents are now saying you must have the paid version of Source Connect the paid version. to get work. Right. So. Which is, by the way, the paid version is standard called Source Connect Standard. There is a pro version. Um, voice actors really don't need to make that much bigger investment. Standard is absolutely really what you need to use, and it's what's expected for you to have. You can buy it outright and have it uh, for, for life, um, or you can do the subscription. And depending on your use case, one might be better for you. If you like having the most up-to-date and on-demand support at all times that you can hire, or not hire, but get for free, you might want the subscription. So anyway, check out Source Elements over at source-elements.com, and you can get a free trial and get started with it right away. We'll be right back to wrap it up right after this. You know, I used to live in Buffalo, New York. But now I'm in sunny Southern California. But no matter where you are, when you need equipment strictly for voiceover, there's only one place to go. And that's voiceoveressentials.com. And right now is the time to get with Harlan Hogan's Signature Series V01A voiceover microphone. They also have the fabulous Centrance Micboard Pro 2 with limiter in stock. In fact, it's the only version they sell. Now, a limiter is a must-have, especially when recording oneself with no engineer to ride game for you. By the way, it's the most amazing limiter they've encountered. It's impossible to detect, and it's incredibly quiet. And they've upgraded the Portabooth Pro Quick Script LED light. Now it has two goosenecks, all the better to read your script. Go on over to VoiceOver Essentials right now to get these great VoiceOver Essential products. Well, hello there. I bet you weren't expecting to hear some big-voiced announcer guy on your new orientation training for Snapchat, were you? This is Virgin Radio. Well, okay, we're not that innocent. There's jeans for wearing and there's jeans for working. Dickies, because I ain't here to look pretty. She's a champion of progressive values, a leader for California, and a voice for America. It's smart. It's a phone. It's a smartphone. But it's so much more. It's a, the files are ready. Don't forget to pick up the eggs. What time is hockey practice? Check out this song. It's the end of the road for Rick. It's you and me, Rick. When hope is lost. The I-8 from BMW. Who said saving the planet couldn't be stylish? Hey, it's J. Michael Collins. Bet you think I'm going to try and sell you a demo now, huh? I think they speak for themselves. But I will give you my email. It's jmichael at jmcvoiceover.com. Now, if Dan will stop waxing his mustache for a minute, we'll get back to the show. This is Ariana Ratner, and you're enjoying VoiceOver Body Shop with Dan Leonard and George Whittem. VOBS.TV. And we're back. I can take that camera out. 
Yeah, we can remove the audience cam. Um, so, yeah, so we are, what we want to do now is we got to do a little interview with Trevor, right? Yeah, yeah, from uh, Bear Claw Studios. And this is a fascinating thing. He's, it's hard to get a, a vocal booth here in Canada. It's well, anything made in the U.S., forget well, yeah, it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very difficult. Is yeah. much, in, much increased. Yeah. So he's, he's an indigenous Canadian uh, citizen, mm -hmm. and he started doing voiceover, a musician, and uh, he decided to start his own vocal booths, and he's building them now, and he's doing very well with them. So let's take a look at uh, what he's doing with his vocal booths. All right, we're here at VO North, and we're talking with... Trevor McKay, and he is the owner of Bear Cave Studios. What a great name for, for a vocal yeah. booth. What's the origin of, uh, of your company? Uh, well, it came out of like uh, just necessity of uh, the Perry Sound Friendship Center. They were looking to uh, build a recording studio within their building. They couldn't build within the existing wall, so they asked me if, um, if I could build a room within a room. Right. And so I said, hey, I'll give it a go. You know, and, uh, and you I had no experience at building. No, like no, that. no. But back in 2015, I went to school at Recording Arts of Canada for uh, music production. So and I've been a musician, lifetime musician. So I knew a thing or two about like, you know, sound, you know, reduction and whatnot. So, yeah. So when I got into it, um, yeah, it just uh, it started falling into place. Like, you know, like I, I, I went through several designs at first and finally landed back on this one. And then. Yeah, and then like, uh, so the name, the name came out of, uh, well, of course, I'm native and I wanted to kind of reflect my heritage. So um, one day I'm thinking like, you know, I literally, I'm on a treadmill. I do my best thinking when I'm like jogging, right? Yeah, yeah. Came in, came, inspiration came <laughs> yeah. to you. That's yeah. great. Yeah, so I'm jogging. I'm thinking, okay, what needs a quiet place? Like, you know, and I'm thinking like, you know, wolves and this. And I was like, no, no, like. I got it. I was like, a bear. What does a bear do? It hibernates. Where does it hibernate? And he's a quiet place, a bear cave. And I went, bear cave, silent booths. And yeah, I called up to Andrea and I said, Andrea, I got the name and she came down. She's an artist. So she came up with the, the paw and everything. And great. Well, this, what, what, is, what, what goes into the design of one of these things for you? Um, well, for, it's made out of one inch MDF. The, the single wall is made out of uh, one inch MDF. Yeah. Then we have the inserts. Uh, this is the double wall inserts in here. Okay, that's what those are for. Yeah, and yeah. they're made out of three quarter inch MDF with three quarter inch sonopan. Okay, and everything's right. wrapped with this like felt material. Right. And, uh, yeah, and we got the ventilation system on the side. There's a if there's a slider on it, so it could like you know give more air or you know take it down if you're doing so much. So it's got a rheostat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's really I'll tell you one thing too. And, yeah. and it takes a while to, you have to try things and, until you find the right combination to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like when I first started, like I was literally, the, the double wall was just the three quarter inch uh, MDF. And that really wasn't reducing sound. So I started doing research and I found a lot of other, the other companies were using foam in behind there. So I went, hey, let me try foam. But of course, we all know it. Foam doesn't reduce sound. No, no, you know. it's, it's for for sound, preventing sound reflection. Everybody yeah, makes yeah, exactly. I'm going to put soundproofing foam in my studio. Well, it's not going to help you. Much. Well, exactly. And then one day <laughs> I'm like walking through Home Depot and uh, and a gentleman pulls me aside. He's like, hey, can I ask you a question? What do you do? And I tell him what I do. And he's like, oh, I got the product for you. And he's like, have you ever heard of Sonopan? I hadn't. You know, that was the first time Home Depot was really taking on this product. And... 
So I walked over, he showed me what it was. He had a little box made up, he had a speaker in there. And I went, are you kidding? This is what I've been looking for. Right. So now that's what we do. We put the sauna pan on in behind and yeah, it's uh, yeah, we get like incredible reduction. It sounds great. Yeah. And if you can keep it really tight, I like you know, you've got these bolts. On. Oh yeah. Yeah. Down, make sure that it's really tight. Um, Okay, and the roof is the same material. Yeah, yeah. With it, and it, in the roof here is uh, is sauna pan in there also, and there's uh, to cover it over here is a quarter inch MDF. So it's probably like two and including the felt and whatnot, it's about two and inch, two and a half inch like thick roof. Right. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. yeah. Now I think people need to understand if you're in a, reg a regular house where you've got all those types of noises, if you can reduce the outside noise by 10 to 15 dB, which something like this will do, it makes a home studio totally doable. Oh, definitely, yeah. We, we've had people like right beside like, uh, the 401 highway. Yeah. Literally, their window's right there. And well, the, the traffic on the 401 doesn't actually move. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's all the honking going right, on. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. And the floor, and, and how do you do? You have it on wheels? Uh, just... No, no. But but we could. There, we have installed uh, caster wheels on them if you need it. it right. You know, be a little bit mobile. But yeah, the the floor is basically the roof without the sauna pan. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty lightweight. The roof, uh, the floor is, but the roof, it's you know you definitely need you know a couple of guys with a little bit of muscle. To... And what about the door? The door is. Um, this I actually made it. Uh, it's an inch and a half thick. Yeah, uh, right off the bat, I made it an inch and a half thick. Plus, with the uh, you know the being wrapped, you know, it makes about an inch and three quarters. And the reason why I did it was because I didn't want to get into the double wall doors. So I figured, why not make it thick enough right off the bat, no matter what. So you know, you don't have to go like, ah, oh, you know, add an extra screwing in of this and that. So. Yeah, so that's how I constructed that, and and then also like you know I put on the backing here, uh, just so you know it the sound can't really travel in and out, and I got like you know the gaskets here, you know like uh, to block the sound from the cracks, and that was actually like you said with trial and error, right? That that came from a, a voiceover artist also. Right. I was in his house, and this is sort of near the beginning too, maybe a year and a half ago or so, and I had the door closed and he was like you know it's like i can still hear noise bleeding he's like uh watch let me put let me put my stereo in there and he put a stereo right. and he's like travel your ear from here and when i went i could hear it like uh, and it went away and I'm like oh wow okay he's like yeah what if you put a gasket in there well yeah you've got it yeah. the door has to be tight this is like one of the most essential oh, parts exactly if yeah. the door doesn't work the rest of it is just you know a yeah. closet yeah, yeah exactly so now you know like like I said you know it's been trial and error to get it to this point and you know I'm super happy with it now and like we've been getting like great great feedback so it's it's been an amazing journey so far yeah yeah uh, price point on these uh, well they range it depends from like uh, uh, you know our smallest booth four by fours but it could go from like um, four thousand to about ninety five hundred that that's for one of this model here this is a four by six double wall yeah 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 so, Trevor, thanks so much for yes. talking with us. No, thank you. It's a very nice product, and that's what people need and if, if they're in a noisy neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. You're still watching VLBS? 
Hey there, I'm David H. Lawrence, the 17th, and with my company, VO Heroes, and my team of coaches and my community of voiceover talent, we guide voiceover actors along their journey. And you may be watching VOBS here, uh, and not nearly as far along as many of the other people who are watching. You may not even have started yet. And we actually specialize in helping you do just that. So if you're watching all the stuff going on here on VOBS and going, I have no idea what they're talking about. I don't know, but I really want to do this. I'd really like to help you. Please go to VOHeroes.com slash start. That's VOHeroes.com slash start. And you can take our Getting Started in VoiceOver class, which tells you everything you need to get started as a voice talent. And I'd love to hold your hand along the way and help you with that journey. Again, VOHeroes.com slash start. That's VOHeroes.com slash start. Spot. In these modern times, every business needs a website. When you need a website for your voice acting business, there's only one place to go. Like the name says, VoiceActorWebsites.com. Their experience in this niche webmaster market gives them the ability to quickly and easily get you from concept to live online in a much shorter time. When you contact VoiceActorWebsites.com, their team of experts and designers really get to know you and what your needs are. They work with you to highlight what you do. Then they create an easily navigable website for your potential clients to get the big picture of who you are and how your voice is the one for them. Plus, VoiceActorWebsites.com has other great resources like their practice script library and other resources to help your voiceover career flourish. Don't try it yourself. Go with the pros. VoiceActorWebsites.com, where your VO website shouldn't be a pain in the you-know-what. Your dynamic voiceover career requires extra resources to keep moving ahead. There's one place where you can explore everything the voiceover industry has to offer. That place is voiceoverextra.com. Whether you're just exploring a voiceover career or a seasoned veteran ready to reach that next professional level, stay in touch with market trends, coaching, products, and services while avoiding scams and other pitfalls. VoiceOver Extra has hundreds of articles, free resources, and training that will save you time and help you succeed. Learn from the most respected talents, coaches, and industry insiders when you join the online sessions bringing you the most current information on topics like audiobooks, auditioning, home studio setup, and equipment, marketing, performance techniques, and much more. It's time to hit your one-stop daily resource for voiceover success. Sign up for a free subscription to newsletters and reports. It's all here at voiceoverextra.com. That's voiceoverxtra.com. Yeah, hi, this is Carlos Ellis Rocky, the voice of Rocco, and you're watching VoiceOver Body Shop. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up from VO North. We came all this way. You know, of course, I have to talk about my, my, my boo-boo. Oh, yeah, it's still there. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's going to be there for a while. No, I'm yes. opening the trunk of my wife's car to throw all the suitcases in the, yesterday morning. Very, very early in the morning. At like 5 in the morning. In the dark. In, in the dark, and I turn, and the hatch doesn't open all the way. It's like hanging it, well, it's hanging it that Right about, about that height, and I turned right in. Bam, jeez. Oh, fortunately, man. as you can see, it's not that bad. 
The swelling went down. Yeah, I have a half a Frankenstein forehead. <laughs> oh, I the best way to describe it. Well, it was it. nice of you to pick me up and take me to the airport. Well, it's, it's, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you and travel with you and do our show wherever it is we do wherever our show. Wherever it is we do the show. That's we, right. We make it happen. Yeah, but we'd like <laughs> to thank uh, the folks at VO North for having us here. Except that this is the last VO North. That's the rumor. That's, this is that's, the last that's, VO that's North. The rumor. That's what we're hearing. Right. So yeah. we're, uh, we're, we're, we're just thrilled that uh, they had us here. And, uh, you know, I came, you know, to do VOBS, representing World Voices, world-voices.org. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, and we've had a good time so far. But there's still a whole day tomorrow. Yeah, there is. There's a whole other day of events here. And, uh, and there's been great energy. This is the first event many of these folks, especially up here, have been able to attend. Um, it's not the first of the year, but there's first for 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 Canada, I believe, and and they're just so excited to be physically in the same place. In fact, that's why we're in an empty room now because <laughs> they all went to some dinner. Everybody's right? getting dolled up to go to a mixer that's happening at another location. So we're just going to pack up and go. Yeah, we don't need to get dolled up. I mean, I'm already wearing the makeup. best possible yeah. shirt I could be wearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and actually, I'm wearing my Pat Sweeney shirt. That is really cool. Yeah, no. I'm actually going to change shirts into a button-down Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. we'll, we'll match. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, if Pat Sweeney, who unfortunately has passed away, just a super nice guy. He was from this area? He was from Toronto, which is why I'm wearing the Pat Sweeney shirt. Yeah. I, I get a package one morning, and it's like, what's this? And there's a beautiful, this shirt is in there, and it's just a note from him saying, thought of you when I saw this shirt. I thought you'd like it. Oh, and that's the kind of guy he was. Absolutely, and, and we we miss him in the. He business. was so well loved that at WovoCon, who went, who made the stickers? Uh, I was oh, uh, Dustin. He? Dustin oh, made Dustin. it. No. Yeah, if you, you if you got a pat in the back from from uh, from from Pat, <laughs> it, it was it meant somebody gave you a good piece of advice, and right. so we made these stickers and say a pat on the back. back. It was a picture of Pat. It said pat on the back, and and you would you everybody would they, we had a roll of them and you would just hang hand them out. Right. Whenever you got great advice from somebody, and that symbolized who Pat was. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, well, we don't have to do the donors. Everybody knows who they are, right there. You know, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right. But, we have a great list of donors who have been supporting this show in subscription form. Um, that's why you hear the same names mostly every week. However, if you want to be on that list of names, you should just subscribe down below. You can donate. You can just do, a, excuse me, a one-time. Or an ongoing subscription. It's up right. to you, but you'll hear your name written read on the show. Right. And if you have any questions for us, I have to, I have to turn off this one. Why is that still on there? If you have a question for us, you can actually write to us at theguysatvobs.tv. Yeah. And that will get put you higher up in the queue. <clears throat> yeah, we get to those emails first, and then we get to the chat room questions right after that. Right. And... Uh, we love your questions. That is the fuel that fires our engine, is having your questions. Absolutely. And if you want to work with George, all you do, have to do is go over to georgethe.tech, and that's where my whole world of tech support, knowledge, base, FAQ, videos, and everything else. And if you want to work with Dan, you go to, there it is. Homevoiceoverstudio.com. Can't wait. So that's going to do it for us from uh, here in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we got lots more cool stuff coming up on VoiceOver Body Shop, so uh, tune in. We're, we'll, you, you're going to know we're there. We're on Facebook Live, we're on YouTube Live, and of course our podcast. So if you're listening to our podcast, you're going to go, oh, cool. 
There's actually visuals to this. <laughs> anyway, you know, this is not an easy business. Voiceover requires a lot of training and good equipment and the right sound. But the bottom line is, if it sounds good, it is good. I'm Dan Leonard. And I'm George Whittem. And this is VoiceOver. Body Shop. Or VO. BS. Have a great week, everybody. Oh,